Hey guys, it's Rachel, your host. Welcome to the Fearless Podcast again. We're going to be talking about how to lovingly deal with toxic parents. It doesn't even have to be toxic parents. Perhaps you, maybe you have like some toxic uncles, aunts, cousins, step-siblings, whatever, you name it. Sometimes when you think of that family member, you just think, okay, wow, they're so toxic, so manipulative. Just being around them really drains me. So how do you cope? Is there any hope for hanging out with them and being around them and still being sane? Or is cutting them off altogether just way too dramatic? So I think for starters, I think it's best to evaluate if your parent or family member actually is toxic. So no one, no one actually gets along with their parents 100% of the time. Parents and kids come from very different places. They're born in very different you know, eras, raised in different circumstances, have different personalities, they often make mistakes with each other. For example, if your mum says something critical and it really annoys you, or if she questions your fashion choices and it just really drives you up the wall, then it's probably just inconvenient and a little bit bad, but it's not full-on toxic. However, if a parent has trouble regulating their emotions, communicating their emotions, then This could be really bad. Things can turn really bad really quickly. So ask yourself, do you feel like you can breathe when you're around that parent? Do you feel like you have to twist yourself into someone that you're not just to please them? Are they controlling, manipulative, overly mean, or overly dependent? If so, then you actually might have a toxic parent. So the Bible tells us to honor our mother and our father because it is the right thing to do and it results in us having a good and long life and it pleases God when we do. However, the Bible also tells us, it actually says fathers here, but it can apply to mothers, I'd imagine, to not irritate and aggravate their children. God wants above all for us to prosper and to be in good mental health and physical health because he loves us. We need to allow ourselves to take measures to protect us from harmful parental behavior. Another thing to be aware of is Usually when you're dealing with toxic parents, you find that boundaries have been disrupted. Sometimes children are more aware of parents' needs than the parent is aware of the child's needs. Does that make sense? For example, your parent may have had a bad day and they come home and they vent to the child about it and seek for the kid to make them feel better and to sort out their problems. That's not okay. (laughs) Toxic parents are usually so self-absorbed in their own issues and in their own emotional roller coaster that the kid doesn't know how to be themselves because they're constantly trying to reassure their own parent. If you find yourself in this situation, it's important to redirect the conversation and to catch these negative patterns when they start to come up. This way you're showing your parent what kind of behavior and boundaries you would like to set in place. Tell them calmly and nicely when you're feeling anxious or tense or if you just need a break from this conversation. Don't feed into it by blowing back up at the parent. Just validate their feelings but suggest that maybe they talk to another adult about their issues and not to you. Try to practice your responses in the mirror if it helps (laughs) so that you know what to say when the time comes. Proverbs chapter 15 verse 1 says a gentle answer turns away anger but a harsh word stirs anger up. So there's no point really in yelling at your parent to get what you want. I understand that you may be frustrated but it isn't the right way. If you're really struggling being around a toxic family member then perhaps give yourself some space and consider staying with other family members or friends that your parents trust. Don't don't stay with friends that your parents don't trust otherwise it's just going to make them more mad. Or try having a full calendar and just limit the time that you have to spend around your family. Now, this I know it sounds like mean or difficult if you're younger, but I mean that could that could just look like staying behind at school to do your homework instead of doing your homework at home 
or if you've got like after school activities like sport or dance that would also be very that would be very good in limiting your time with your family or if you know if you go to church you can volunteer in activities like the kids ministry or you can offer to help set up for an upcoming conference for example I'm sure you know your your local church will have a lot of things that need extra help in so just go ahead and ask them this way you're positively setting boundaries for yourself and you're in charge of what you give emotionally and physically with time. Like I said, I know it sounds harsh distancing yourself from family members, but everybody needs a break every now and then. You're a human being with your own inner boundaries, so establish those boundaries. We should not feel guilty when we choose to avoid or limit our contact with toxic parents to protect our mental health. The last thing I have to say is this, don't let their words define who you are. A lot of people allow their parents' harmful behavior to define who they are and what their faith value system is. For example, if you have like a toxic parent and you're in a Christian family, for example, you might look at your parents' behavior and just be like, oh, well, I'm not going to believe in God just because you had a toxic parent. And that's not good. That's not a reflection of who God is. For a long time, I believed a lot of bad things about myself because I was told a lot of a lot of bad things about myself growing up. And sometimes I struggle with it today and I really wish I didn't. I struggle believing that I'm not stupid or that I'm lovable or weak or just bad. Um, and I, I have this tendency to constantly apologize for everything that I do, even though what I did actually wasn't bad. Um, I haven't perfectly arrived yet, but I'm a lot better today than I was five or ten years ago. When I was introduced to my youth group when I was in year 11, I had the biggest panic attacks and I had anxiety and depression and PTSD. And I constantly believed that people at youth, they hated me. Well, I just believed everyone hated me. I thought that they thought like I was crazy and I, I shouldn't have any friends. I wasn't worth having any friends. But over time, the more I went there, um, the more I learned about what being a Christian actually meant. I was actually pointed towards, hey, you should study the Bible for yourself. See what God says about you. And when I actually did study the Bible for myself, I learned that God has a different opinion about me than what I was told growing up by other people. God actually thinks I'm smart, capable, strong, worthy of honor and respect. You know, I'm a human being. I just, you know, I am, I am these things. And it can be difficult to get into, you know, a habit of rejecting these negative messages and to stop taking on what your parents or your friends say about you or treat you. It's just practice. It's, you're going to need to think about what you're thinking about. You're going to need to actively do these things, actively reject these negative messages and choose to believe in what God says about you. You don't know, maybe your toxic family members are just reacting because something bad or traumatic happened in their past and they don't want to talk about it and it's just manifesting itself in these negative toxic behaviors. So just take a step back, you know, what if it's even like substance abuse or mental health issues that just haven't been addressed? So they may have like emotional problems like anger and it just clouds their judgment and they just lose self-control and they just blow up. So Take a step back, really try to figure out like, okay, well, why are they, why are they treating me this way? And just, just see through that. Once you're, once you have the ability to see through what their real, what the real root of the problem is, you begin to realize, oh, well, it's not me. It's, it's probably them. <laughs> Sometimes we just don't know the real cause of why our parents act the way that they do. But by accepting who God says 
who you are and not what your parents say you are. You're dealing with them in, in actually like a really mature way. And the next step in this direction would be forgiving your parents. Forgiving isn't easy. It's a process and it takes time. And it's so easy to be filled with bitterness. A painful childhood just isn't going to heal overnight. I hate to, to break it to you and I hate to admit it, but it's hard to admit that the parents who are supposed to love, care and protect us were unloving, mean, abusive or cruel, let alone forgive them. But when you start forgiving and you start the forgiving process, you do it for you. You do it not for them. You do it for you. You let go of resentment and emotional pain and you just start to heal. And if you hold on to the poison in your life, you'll never, ever get that time back again. It will manifest in anger management issues in your adult life for several years if you don't get onto it. And you can hurt an innocent person one day. You can blow up at them. I can't make you, but I would really encourage you to decide today to start the process of forgiving your parents. Stop obsessing about how you've been wronged and just start to heal. Just do it for you. In a perfect world, parents would realize what they've done and they would apologize and they would try to make amends, but sometimes that just doesn't happen. And sometimes the parent is just in denial that they've even hurt their child and they just won't listen. So ultimately, you just have to accept them for who they are and let go of any unrealistic expectations of our parents and just try to forgive them. And forgiving them doesn't mean that what they've done is okay. It just means that you're leaving them in God's hands and he's going to deal with them. You can let God start or continue to shower his love and care on you. And you can just start to see God as your heavenly father. And as you pray for your parents, and I would recommend you do pray for your parents, and as time goes on, there could be change. There could, there could be the possibility. And it's important to be open to that possibility that they might be able to change in the future. It may take time for your parents to realize that you're not going to tolerate the put-downs, the belittling remarks, criticism, but eventually they might come around and understand that you've drawn up these boundaries. So other than the Bible... There are many other resources to help you in this area. For example, there are certain books that I've read that I would really recommend, like Beauty for Ashes or Healing the Soul of a Woman by Joyce Meyer, and my favorite, The Bondage Breaker by Neil T. Anderson. But yeah, anyway, I hope that you have a really great week. I really hope this episode gave you some hope and encouragement, some practical advice to help you establish boundaries with toxic parents and to help you cope with dealing with them. Have a great week, guys. All right, I'll see you next time for season three. Bye.